0: Welcome to Magnify. This podcast is brought to you by the Moody's Analytics Accelerator. I'm your host, Caroline Waters. Join me as I interview leading experts, and together we'll explore how innovation, technology, and culture is driving new trends, new expectations, and new ways of working. us. Artificial intelligence and its adoption are expanding. We can reserve a table at a restaurant using voice technology, ride along in self-driving cars, and receive musical playlists personally tailored to our unique listening preferences. With a burgeoning growth in the AI space, I started to wonder, what is its impact on companies in a more traditional space? What kinds of things can a financial corporation like Moody's, which has been around for over 100 years, Do with modern AI technology to better serve its customers, many of whom that have also been around for more than 100 years.
1: My name's Keith Berry. I have been with Moody's for nearly 13 and a half years now in a whole variety of different roles. Everything from running a software engineering team to running one of our businesses, and then uh, for the last four and a half years, leading what we now call the Moody's Analytics Accelerator.
0: Very cool. So maybe you could talk a little bit more about what is the Moody's Analytics Accelerator?
1: Yeah, so I think we created the group about four and a half years ago, and really the idea was identify new opportunities for Moody's Analytics. Where could we grow into, um, where was uh, what new opportunities have been enabled by technology and by kind of all the rapid changes in technology, but, but not just about using technology. What were the business opportunities that we were seeing that create? So the accelerator was really a way to uh, experiment, test, create new products, create new ideas and, um, and hopefully create new revenue ultimately.
0: What was your thinking around um, really establishing that AI strategy and getting that involved in the product development process?
1: Yeah, well, maybe just to step back for a minute, right? Within the accelerator, we had this idea of looking for where there's kind of large opportunities. We, We call them domains, right? Areas where... We think there's there's a there's a big opportunity, something changing in the in the market, and that gives us an opportunity to create a new product or to kind of take advantage of that that change that's happening in the marketplace. Uh, and those can be technology related things, they can be kind of business dynamic related things. So one area that we kind of got involved in from an accelerator perspective was commercial real estate, data and analytics around that. And there's a general hypothesis out there uh, that the commercial real estate market is kind of modernizing, digitizing, and becoming more transparent. And we're not the only ones that have that hypothesis. One of the things we look for with these ideas is really where's what i would think of as the smart money the venture capitalists the private equity funds where are they investing and um commercial real estate was one of those those kind of topics where there's lots of startups there's lots of you know prop tech is almost a spin-off of fintech and there's a lot of activity happening other areas you know we looked at a number of different areas but one that came across very consistently was just the number of AI and machine learning startups, right? And it's kind of a transversal uh, concept where it cuts across everything that potentially we do in, in Ludies, but we kept seeing more and more startups and more and more investment in AI and machine learning. And, and that, that was really what got us started. You know, part of the accelerator was how do we partner with startups and the more of these startups we met uh, that were doing AI and machine learning. Some really seem to be doing uh, a lot and doing some pretty amazing things, and some seem to be using it very much in a marketing context. And so really the start of us building the team within Moody's Analytics was about having uh, initially just one person on the team who could help us look at potential startups and understand, you know, what IP did they really have? And were they really doing something unique? You know, I, as an engineer by background, I could get a sense of that, but, you know, not being, not kind of having a PhD in machine learning or anything. There was a level at which it, you know, I, I couldn't, right? And so the idea at the start of the group was at least hire somebody with some deep expertise and uh, leverage that. So as we're talking to startups, we could tell Really, what what they had uh, versus what what their marketing PowerPoint said they had.
0: Sure, yeah, those marketing PowerPoints can be uh, a doozy. So yeah. yes, having someone who can really um, cut through straight to the heart of it and understand how it could benefit us or not um, is critical. I'm sure. Right.
1: Um,
0: yeah, but. I think since then too, I know the team has grown a lot, so it seems like that strategy has really shifted from being one of evaluating potential vendors to taking on a life, in, in addition to that.
1: Yeah, I think what we realized over time. So we we hired a sheet uh, Teleda, and you know he had a depth of experience around AI and machine learning, and as we started to explore some of the opportunities and ideas we had you know, that led us to products like quick spread um working with the sheet it became obvious that you know a lot of you could actually build a lot of the, these products yourselves right I, I one of the things i think is interesting about ai machine learning is there's two pieces right there's the there's the algorithms and a lot of at least my reflection is a lot of the -the state-of-the-art kind of machine learning algorithms are still being published very openly, right? So it's almost got a very academic, open-source type vibe about it where, you know, people are publishing their research and how their research is evolving quite frequently and not necessarily, um, you know, not treating that like a, a, a trade secret. So the actual algorithms themselves are out there and available if you have a team with the expertise to leverage that. Uh, Now, what gets challenging is you need training data, right? And data and and training the algorithms for your specific use case is almost the secret sauce. And we have a lot of data at Moody's and as we explore different use cases, we we kind of figured out we didn't necessarily, you know, in some cases we partner with startups to do AI machine learning uh, products. But we also didn't have to. We could we could kind of build a set of components and infrastructure ourselves using a lot of open source. But then, I think Ashi and his team have done some really good work in kind of customizing models, making them very specific to the domain that movies is in, and using our data sets. And so. So as we've done that, that's that's kind of grown over time.
0: It's evolved so much, I feel like, the strategy of, you know, you start with evaluating vendors. Then you get to a point where you're realizing a lot of this can be actually built in-house. Furthermore, not only can it be built in-house, it's something that can be expanded on even further in the sense that it's super tailored to our specific use cases and then we can build our own products from that leveraging a lot of the open source technology that's out there but then being able to hone in on it and and make it our secret sauce. How would you envision the AI strategy to evolve even further?
1: I mean I think really now we've opened people's eyes in the organization to all the applications. And I, I, not just us, right? I think that the whole market is realizing all the applications of AI and machine learning, right? And so it's becoming more and more uh, embedded into all the businesses, right? And so thinking through how can we leverage uh, this as a, as a tool that we could do, use in any of our products is something that a lot more people are thinking about. And I think there's a lot of opportunities there, there to do that. Over the next couple of years, right? Every, kind of almost every every Moody's product you could think of, some way you could use AI, machine learning to you know make it more efficient, uh, tune it over time. Uh, you know, basically back to our mission of helping customers make better decisions, right? Yeah, how can we take all of the machine learning and and apply that to, to help make that happen?
0: The Moody's Analytics Accelerator fast-tracks innovation to explore and develop the next generation of Moody's Analytics solutions. The Accelerator identifies new business opportunities and rapidly prototypes ideas, partnering with startups to build transformational new products. To learn more about innovation at Moody's, please visit accelerator.moodysanalytics.com. Keith hired Ashit tluchter to be like, our own internal Hogwarts sorting hat, discerning the helpful, promising startups from the ones that were offering nothing more than overly generalized promises packaged in enticing marketing collateral. His role evolved into so much more, though, building out an entire machine learning team at Moody's. Now that I knew the reasoning behind adopting an AI strategy here, my next thought was what specifically were we doing with it?
2: I'm Ashit Taligdhar. I lead the AI machine learning initiatives here at Moody's Analytics. Um, So I have a background in AI. I've worked in AI R&D and commercial initiatives for over 20 years now, leading AI data science programs at NASA uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratory at NIST, and uh, now been here at Moody's for about four years.
0: Hey, Yes. Yeah. So I know you. So you've been here for four years. Um, it's my understanding that your uh, when you were first hired, one of your big uh, things was to build out an AI and machine learning team here at Moody's. Uh, what was that like? Can you talk to us a bit about that?
2: Yeah, it's been a very uh, fun and enjoyable experience, I should say. Um, so I was brought in to Moody's uh, to lead the AI strategies at Moody's and drive innovation at Moody's using AI uh, and machine learning. So the initial objective in my role was to formulate an AI strategy uh, that we could articulate both internally to executives at Moody's, Mm. um, management teams, and also externally to clients. Uh, Interested in learning more about uh, Moody's AI roadmap, for example. So in the early formative stages, we were actually a very small unit and a very small team. We functioned almost like a startup where each of us in the, in the team did almost everything from creating new AI concepts to implementing new AI ideas and demoing new prototypes. So it was really a lot of fun <laughs> um, as we identified these new greenfield business opportunities around AI. Uh, we attended talks at conferences. We pitched our ideas to stakeholders. So it was almost like engaging with uh, venture capitalists. Oh, um, wow. And then we worked internally also with, uh, with with internal Moody stakeholders and also with clients to validate and uh, grow our ideas. So in the initial days and months, we actually literally moved at rocket speed uh, during this uh, startup phase.
0: Right. Well, it takes a rocket scientist to be able to uh, to move at a rocket speed, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, it is... <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting you call it like a startup because, you know, you guys are wearing probably lots of different hats, like you were just saying, and there's not that many of you. You know, what kind of, um, I'm sure, you know, in addition to learning so much, like what kind of challenges did you face along the way?
2: We, when we first formulated the AI strategy and got a better idea for organizational priorities in terms of AI, uh, we actually engaged with a lot of fintech startups uh, with the goal to partner with them potentially. Uh, in new product opportunities. Um, but you know the fact is that AI is still uh, very much an evolving field. and uh, each organization needs to customize uh, AI solutions for their business use cases on their enterprise data and their domain data. Um, so over time we realized that it was actually faster, better and cheaper uh, to develop the AI initiatives in-house. Uh, oh. Since most importantly, we could actually retain uh, the intellectual property uh, on our AI initiatives. Um, and then we also realized that uh, AI could improve the depth, breadth, and actually the quality of our uh, of our product offerings. Um, so the therefore, what we did was we identified it as a core in-house need for Moody's. Uh, and then based on that knowledge and that realization, uh, we actually grew our AI team in-house uh, to design and develop AI solutions that were specific to our Moody's data and Moody's specific use cases.
0: I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure you needed a way to really make something that was tailored to the specific set of, you know, challenges and things that like at Moody's we have. So I guess that leads me to um, wanting to discuss a little bit about this ML Fabric tool. Can you talk to us a bit about that?
2: Absolutely, happy to do that. Uh, So ML Fabric, or Machine Learning Fabric for short, um, is a framework that we have developed in-house to speed up the time uh, to bring AI solutions to market. So in brief, ML Fabric, or Machine Learning Fabric, has two primary elements. Uh, First is it's a reusable collection of custom AI models that we have trained in-house on Moody's data uh, that's deployed as Lego blocks, or you can view it as AI models as a service that can be assembled together either by us, by our teams, or even other teams at Moody's uh, to formulate new AI workflows and products very quickly and very efficiently. Now, secondly, uh, the second element of uh, ML Fabric uh, is that it's an underlying cloud-based solution uh, with a microservices architecture uh, with automated scalability, monitoring, and metering capabilities. Uh, that allows AI workflows to scale up and leverage GPUs and multiple c- compute nodes that AI solutions need. So that allows us to meet our real-time uh, requirements for client needs.
0: Wow, um, that must help so much with just cost, like time savings and, and being able to really increase efficiencies for when you're trying to produce things. And then you probably clears up more time for you to focus on bigger challenges.
2: Absolutely, yes. That, and that's the main uh, paradigm for ML Fabric. It's really to uh, have the AI ML teams uh, focus on what they're good at and not worry about having to transition their models into production.
0: And is it is it live now? Is it good to go? Has your team started using it? Have you seen it progress from it?
2: Oh, absolutely. We uh, use Machine Learning Fabric and ML Fabric in all our initiatives right now. Uh, including the adverse media tool, coronavirus pulse, and a couple of other initiatives that we uh, that are client facing, um, and uh, it, it's really borne out very helpful for even our internal AI team here, uh, the modeling team especially, uh, because for them uh, they face a lot of challenges in transitioning their models and their proof of concepts into production. And uh, what, uh, what ML Fabric does is that it takes this burden away from these data science teams again uh, and allows them to focus on what they're really good at.
0: Yeah, it seems like they'd probably, those are, it kind of keeps them from doing the less fun parts of their job and it le- it does that for them. So then they can focus on... On the fun stuff, the so like, Absolutely. More, yeah, um, I love that. So, what do you kind of envision for the future of ML Fabric? Do you, I mean, can it continue? I guess already as a tool, it helps scale. Do you see it as a tool scaling at a greater level? What do you think is in store for ML Fabric?
2: Yeah, so um, uh, I mean, as I said, you know, ML Fabric was created to take the pains, pain points away from data science teams and. Uh, we have actually had a lot of success with internal adoption of ML Fabric. A uh, few other teams uh, at Moody's Analytics and ML and uh, even Moody's are actually using ML Fabric for their data science initiatives and for making their models available to clients. Um, so our ultimate goal in ML Fabric is to really democratize AI across uh, Moody's um, and increase AI adoption across the organization. And ML Fabric enables us uh, as an organization to achieve that goal. Um, so really the long-term objective of ML Fabric is that it becomes an AI hub uh, for Moody's, uh, where it hosts multiple analytics and AI solutions. It harmonizes AI across the board uh, and then enables uh, Moody's product owners and data science teams to run AI products at scale. Now the other thing that we the other aspect that we are exploring Uh, is that we are exploring the possibility of commercializing ML Fabric since we found it uh, to be very useful by the data science teams, and they're very excited to use it. Um, And we have seen that other uh, banks and financial institutions face similar problems. Uh, So we are actually exploring the possibility of commercializing ML Fabric so that uh, other uh, teams outside of Moody's could use it for deploying their AI and their data science applications as well. that will help them create new AI-enabled products easily and seamlessly.
0: Well, that is very exciting. It sounds like there is a big future um, for ML Fabric. Any parting words on developing an AI strategy, on launching ML Fabric that you want to leave us listeners with?
2: You know, AI is still very much an evolving field. um, And to have successful AI initiatives, One needs to have the right combination of team members, and uh, which includes R&D, people are good at AI modeling and R&D, all the way to uh, machine learning engineers who can productionize uh, the models built in house. Um, And this has to be done very carefully uh, to ensure the success of your AI initiatives. Uh, So we have a long way to go, but I think uh, we are on a good uh, path uh, so far.
0: The truth is, we as consumers have grown accustomed to a particular lifestyle, increasingly catered to by a rapidly evolving AI ecosystem. With the acquisition of easier and newer ways of performing tasks in our personal lives, it's only natural for professional lives to start expecting the same. To not only meet these expectations, but to exceed them, it was imperative for Moody's to think about and act on its own AI strategy. We identified where we could seek help from and partner with startups, and where we could integrate our own AI and machine learning expertise into our product development process. But our story doesn't end there. In doing that, Ashit and his team created ML Fabric, allowing our customized AI models to be reused easily across our various development teams and scale to increase efficiency. Do I know exactly what's the next chapter of our AI at Moody's story? No, I'm not a psychic. But I do know that by having a tool like ML Fabric in place, it frees up time for our dedicated and highly intelligent AI professionals to focus on even more exciting opportunities. Because as Moody's consumers, your professional expectations deserve to be high. Thank you for listening to our show. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast. To learn more about innovation at Moody's or to share your feedback, please contact us at accelerator.moodysanalytics.com. You've been listening to Magnify, presented by the Moody's Analytics Accelerator.